What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. A time of recording, it is 10 or 9 p.m. on Thursday, January 21st, 2021. And with me on the other line is my good friend and yours, Elliot Bruce. Elliot, say hi to the people. Yo, yo. Elliot, I'm really happy you're here. We did not do a divisional round preview to uh, go on top of our wild card round preview, but darn it, we're doing an AFC and NFC championship game preview, and we're excited about it. Elliot, where, what is your excitement level on a scale of 1 to 10 for Sunday's AFC and NFC championship games? Realistically, like a 7. That's a, yeah, I think that's I think that's like I don't know what a, what I don't know what a 10 would be, but that's a that's that's pretty good to start, right? In the middle yeah. of in the middle of winter of a pandemic to be a 7 out of 10 excited for a sports thing. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I will be watching both games, which um, is great. Which game would you rather talk about first, Bucks Packers or Chiefs Bills? Might as well go in chronological order and start with the uh, Packers Bucks. Packers. Bucks. Uh, which is, by the way, you mentioned this earlier, but well, not on the on, not on the pod, but to me, that the the Chiefs Bills are going to be the night game, which never happens with the AFC. It's and really I said exciting. it's probably so that they can give Mahomes as much time as possible. And you said I, that's probably I, true. I think that's probably true, and also I think that Mahomes by himself is that good a draw. Um, and the Bills Mafia, you know, they're, they're, they're out and about. I think Bills fans are really excited to watch um, good friend of the pod and good friend of mine, Frank Campania, who's a lifelong Bills friend, fan. Him and his dad, who's still kicking, um, they are both really, really excited for, for the Bills. So shout out to Frank and his dad. We wish them well. And uh, I, I'm personally going to be rooting for the Bills. But let's start with Bucks Packers. Elliot, it is in Lambeau Field. It is Brady and Rodgers playing each other in the playoffs for the first time. And uh, do you know the spread on this game by any chance? No, I don't. And that'll that'll be a guess at the end, I guess. I think, uh, I think we can make we can make uh, an. It's shocking guess. that this is the first postseason meeting between these two. Why is it? But shocking? I guess it, they would it have had to play in, because, up until now. Yeah, they would have had to play in the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's just you say it out loud and it's surprising. Now keep in mind they came agonizingly close in 2014 when the Packers lost to the Seahawks in mm. Seattle in the NFC Championship game when they blew a 16-0 lead. Um, and Brandon Bostick had the onside kick bounce uh, off his helmet. Uh, and then the Patriots obviously had the Malcolm Butler game. But if it weren't for that um, gaffe in Seattle, then Brady and Rodgers would have played each other in the Super Bowl seven years ago. But here we are. And the Packers are favored. And Elliot who do you think is going to win this game and why? It's kind of tough to just jump right into that. So, I mean, all right. So, okay. so we warm up. Should we simmer flush a it out a little bit? Because I actually haven't flushed it out. It out. Uh, okay. I did notice, so I, you know, I write, like to rotate on some stats. Of course, I looked at the injury reports. One thing in common between all four of these teams before we get into the game is it's, it's not surprising, but it's like kind of common sense when you look at this stat. The most sacks allowed by any of these teams is Buffalo. They allowed 27 sacks all year. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, the, the, the Packers allowed 21, Bucks allowed 22, Chiefs allowed 24. So, I mean, you talk about all these star players as much as you want. It's largely about the offensive line. Most quarterbacks can look pretty good if they have a, a strong offensive line. So just starting there. Anyway, uh, Green Bay, not really anybody on the injury report. I know A.J. Dillon and uh, Jamal Williams are both questionable. But as the second running my... back, you don't need both of them as long as one of them plays. 
they should be a, a nice uh, second. Shout uh, out to second string to and uh, the pride Jones. of BC, AJ Dillon. One of mm, it's been AJ. nice to see him get some work because he was awesome at BC. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really expect the running game to be that huge for Green Bay anyway, since Tampa Bay has the best rush D in the league. Um, none Which of these teams be, in the playoffs right now are, are run first teams anyway. It's going to be a lot of passing this weekend. I think it's going to be the biggest factor. Like the fact that the uh, Tampa has such a good rush defense is going to mean that Rodgers, they kind of can't do the death by a thousand cuts thing that they did against the Rams. Now, granted, the Rams defense didn't have Aaron Donald at 100%, but the Packers still gained 484 yards of offense, which is just an astronomical number for the playoffs. And Rodgers just seemed like it was he was able to do whatever he wants. If you straight up just are going to run into the line every time against the Bucks, then that means that just, you know, simplifies things. And I do not think that the Packers are going to get 484 darn yards from scrimmage again. And it's going to be more of a scrap to get to 27, 30 points. Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree. It, it's going to be tough to, to come by points. You'll probably see a lot of field goals. Um, I mean, the Packers do have a pretty decent rushing offense. Uh, I think they gained like 4.8 yards per carry, which is which is not number one in the league, but it's up there. Um, so if anybody can run a little bit on Tampa, they'll be able to soften them up as much as you can. It's going to be really interesting because I know the Bucks defense, uh, the Bucks defensive line, tends to blitz a ton, and Rodgers is really known for getting the ball out fast. So I don't know if it's going to work that well against him. As fast I as I think anybody. that w- that's going to be uh, a typical advantage for Tampa that they really don't have this week. And uh, a typical uh, that th- that's a good point, Al. And I, I look forward to watching Devin White, who was sensational last week against the Saints, and uh, to see see how they can keep track of these little crossing routes that Devonte Adams and uh, MVS Marquez Valdez Scantling and Lazard and these dudes who have just have, have played really well, and Rodgers just makes everybody better. Uh, but for me, the, the, the interesting thing is going to be the other side of the ball. I know that um, Tampa's D and the Packers offense is sort of the more flashy matchup, but the inverse of that, uh, the Bucks on offense and the Green Bay defense, I think is going to be more fascinating to me because the Bucks do not, are no longer have to deal with Marshawn Lattimore, who just seems to just own Mike Evans every single time they play and once again shut him down uh, a three-yard touchdown notwithstanding. And this time, Evans is not going to have to deal with Lattimore this time. And Brady's going to be more able to find open targets and be able to and not have to rely on Scotty Miller making the biggest catch of the Bucks season on that third and five. Um, and I expect Brady to sling it a lot more uh, than he did against the Saints. What say you about the Bucks' offense and their chances? Well, it's going to be hard not to look better than he did against the Saints. He looked awful against the Saints. <laughs> I really have no idea how they won that game except that Drew Brees, Drew, just Drew Brees picks is... and Jared Cook had that fumble, which is, really wasn't his fault. I feel bad for the guy. He saw him on the sidelines really beating himself up. Who, Jared Cook? It was a really good defensive play. Yeah, it was a good defensive play. You can't really blame the guy for that. And uh, hopefully he's not too upset about it. I'm sure, and, I'm sure he's and yeah. not happy. Also, just a real quick obit for our boy Drew Brees. Not our boy. We, I mean, he's 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 said some hilariously out of touch things about the flag and Kaepernick and whatnot. But that 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 aside, um, I've really enjoyed watching Drew Brees for most of my life, <laughs> and he's just one of the best quarterbacks ever. And you know, kudos to him for for making it this long and having your last game be. A divisional round playoff game is, you know, you'd like to play better, but at least you went out 
with a good team and you know mm-hmm. happy yeah bon voyage. so uh it's it's sad to see him sent off that way and uh i know reportedly he's done but it would be great to see him back next year i don't think it's gonna happen but uh, uh, no it's gonna it's, be a different league to, without seeing drew Brees every sunday mm-hmm. without drew Brees uh, so and without thank Phillip- you drew for all the wonderful years and wonderful games and super bowl ring and it's I, been I, a great run if it's all the records unbelievable records just uh, uh most completions most pass yards completion percentage the whole thing now if you play back the saints last five years it's pretty wild that they didn't make the super bowl at any point in the last five years they've had a really really good team and just had a bunch of playoff heartbreaks obviously the non-pass interference call against the rams the uh, minneapolis miracle against the vikings um it's Mm. just and then losing to the vikings in the overtime game was that last year it's 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 just brutal and it's pretty unbelievable it's it's going to be one of the worst (laughs) one of the worst almost made the super bowl runs yeah, I mean, definitely the worst I've seen. I'm sure it's one of the worst ever. But uh, allow me to also a very, very quick one for Philip Rivers, who also announced his retirement. I'm going to miss watching Philip Rivers sling it. Yes, yeah, I've been seeing some some fun, you know, some fun video compilations of Philip Rivers over the years. Whenever I see, it's going to be sad to not see him down seven with. Yes, exactly ago. right. <laughs> He took it out of my mouth. I'm going to miss seeing him throw an interception with no timeouts, trying to lead his team down the field down like 30 to 23. I just, God bless you, Philip Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, been, uh, it's going to be sad. No Drew Brees, no Philip Rivers. And it's, it's, it's a new, no Andrew it's, Luck. It's a, a new little, generation little on that one. But. So the Bucks are going to be able to, sling it, I think, more than they did against the Saints. And it's going to take, I think, Brady, how many out of the four quarters, out of the 60 minutes of the game, Elliot, how long is Brady going to have to play like vintage Tom Brady? Because thus far, the Bucks this season, the Bucks He's going to need to play up. like that the whole game. The this whole is game. going to be, it's the kind of thing where if he doesn't play out of his mind, they're going to be trailing the whole game. But it's that, going to be really tough to come back against this Green Bay team. It's, it's I know you don't want to focus on, I mean, you know, if here, so you said the sexier matchup is Green Bay's offense versus Tampa's defense. If, but that's because if if Tom Brady doesn't play lights out, <laughs> yeah. it's over. It doesn't even matter yeah, what happens true, with the Green true. Bay offense versus Tampa defense. If he plays lights out, then it's it's dependent on how well can the Tampa defense stop Green Bay. So I mean, if 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 Tom Brady doesn't play out of his mind. There's no chance for the Bucks. Well, that if he plays, question. if he plays great, then you're really going to be interested in seeing how well Tampa Bay's defense stacks up because they're not going to be able to stop this amazing offense. They're not going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers, despite a great uh, rush D, despite a great blitz. It's just not. It's not going to be enough. Now they do. They do get some depth back this week. Kevin Mintner. M- Kevin Minter's back, uh, and I know he's behind Devin White, so he's not really a star, but it's great to have that depth and actually surprised to see Vita Vey on the injury report as an update. Mm-hmm. He's coming back off of injured reserve, which he went on to in October and he's one of the best linebackers in the league. So if he is even partially healthy, that just adds another weapon for that defensive line. All excellent points. Ultimately, Elliot, do you think Brady is going to be able to play lights out? 
No, I don't. Unfortunately, I think this is the end of the road for the Bucks this year. I, they've been they've been an imperfect team, and at times it's mm-hmm. it's really shown through with frustration on the team and in the public thinking this team should be great. But just because they have a lot a lot of star power doesn't necessarily mean that they've got all the ingredients for a Super Bowl. It. Uh, I'm hoping that Antonio Brown plays. He's a, reportedly a game time decision. I don't know if you saw that Tyler Johnson catch last week for the first down. It was just an incredibly athletic play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, if AB's out, you'll probably see a couple more looks for Tyler Johnson. Um, but I, I don't think you can replace Antonio Brown's hands and his quickness. I think the uh, I'm I'm in lockstep with you, L. I don't think that Brady's going to be able to keep up, and thus I don't think the Bucks are going to be able to keep up, and the Packers are going to win and advance to the Super Bowl. And I just it should be mentioned that this is and this is the stat that is going to be you've probably heard all week if you're listening to this podcast and you're a football fan that this is Brady's 14th conference championship in 19 seasons as a starting quarterback, which is really one of the best stats that any athlete could have in any sport, really. I just did 14 conference titles in <laughs> conference championships in 19 years is just completely astounding. And I'm really, it, it, he has surpassed all the expectations I could have possibly had for him this year, throwing 40 touchdowns and bringing a team to the NFC title game. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. So, and I know it took him having a lot of weapons and a good offensive line. And the team also has a good defense, but the you know the Tampa Bay Bucks haven't won a playoff game since 2002. Brady comes there and they're in the NFC title game. Like that's that's shit's wild. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how many dudes could have done that in, like anywhere in the league. So we that being said, I think that we both think that Green Bay is going to win the game. The spread on the game L is Green Bay. I don't know. Right? Oh, 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 I don't know what it is. I think it's got to be more than last week. The Saints were favored by three and a half. You got to think it's going to be more. But how much more? I, I think it's probably, I think it should be uh, like six. I don't think it'll be that high. I think it'll be no. four and a half. It is three and a half once again. Three and a half. I'm actually really surprised because that would indicate that you'd think maybe Packers Saints would be closer to a pick em, I which I, I don't think is, I, I think that's uh, generous. I like, you know? I like the Packers to win and cover, and I think you do too. I do too. I do too. I, I don't even think the back door is going to be open. Hmm. And now we move to the the primetime featured game. game. The featured game I, and the game I am most excited, the game I have the rooting interest in because I'm rooting very hard for the Buffalo Bills, and that is the Bills um, going to Kansas City to Arrowhead Stadium to play the defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs, who, of course, are crossing their fingers, uh, hoping that Patrick Mahomes can clear concussion protocol. Um, he was a full participant in a walkthrough on Wednesday, but... Uh, We'll see if he has any uh, neurological symptoms or concussion-like symptoms between now and game time. My guess, and I think everybody's guess, is that he is going to play in this game how healthy he'll be because he's also hampered by that toe injury he had uh, in the Browns game. Uh, We'll see how close to 100%, how close to Pat Mahomes he is. But they're going up against a Bills team that only had 10 offensive points against the Ravens and really did not their offense certainly didn't play all that well, and they won that game mostly because Lamar threw a roast duck 100-yard pick six. So uh, That what was it, awful. It was really bad. As somebody who is – I guess I was rooting for the Ravens because of this, uh, this pool that I'm in. 
but I mean, I was also rooting for the Bills, so but but I just wanted them to cover. It's like Bills win, Ravens cover. I just, I just wanted, I just wanted a close game because it was a really like rock fight, slop fest of a playoff game, and those are fun if they're close, but not when it's seventeen to three. So I'm fully convinced that the Ravens were the right side in that game, and you know. But it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> it um, does not matter. It doesn't matter. So so what are your initial thoughts about Bill's Chiefs, Al? All right. All right. All right. All right. So my my initial thoughts are I think that rooting for the Bills here is going to be the right side. And mm. I don't think it matters if Mahomes plays or not uh, because the real issue to me is that Kansas City's passing defense is not going to get the job done against Josh Allen. They only have 32 sacks on the year, which is which is the lowest by far uh, of any other team in the playoffs um, right now. And they've also allowed 54 plays of 20-plus yards this year. Mm-hmm. Those are really – we've talked about it. We talked about it on the last pod. The Bills pick up those big chunk plays because Josh Allen's got a chooch and he can just <laughs> sling it, and uh, that's really going to be the killer. You know, and then Buffalo's got the defense to back it up. If they get up early, they've got one of the best uh, pass defenses in the league. And they're going to be able to not shut down Patrick Mahomes, but they'll be able to get him off the field when they need to. They've been great in the red zone. They've got a pretty tough rush defense, actually. Uh, Tough as in, like, not great, the Bills. But if they can get up early... Uh, then I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be able to lean on that run, which I'm sure they want to do with Mahomes in this game. Not 100%. Um, Le'Veon Bell is also questionable, likely out, which doesn't super matter because Daryl Williams uh, outsnapped him. I think it was like 100 to 30 or something like that. Bell has looked all kinds of washed. Yeah, I mean, he's not not the same guy that we saw years ago. Um, But, I mean, Daryl Williams is carrying the ball anyway. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire might be back, uh, and he has the chance to change this game in the favor of the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But I actually see the Chiefs coming in in kind of an underdog role in this game, which I I don't think is the consensus. It's, it's uh, not but with the Mahomes banged up, with Ceh banged up, uh, Brashard Breland, Rashad Fenton, neither of them are really in perfect shape. I don't think that they're in as good health as Buffalo, where Buffalo's really only got Cole Beasley to worry about. Gabriel Davis, I think, is going to be out, but with John Brown back, uh, Gabriel Downtown Davis was just really used as a John stand-in Brown. for John Brown. And so that, that's not really a super important injury in this game. Zach Moss being out obviously hurts the team, uh, but Devin Singletary's looked great uh, the last maybe four or five games for them, where he really looked lost earlier in the season. So I don't know. I feel I feel like Buffalo's got all the momentum. They've got a healthy roster. Uh, they've got the advantage from a, a pass defense standpoint, and that's obviously going to be the key to the game for both teams as you've got Mahomes versus Josh Allen, two of the top passers in the league. So uh, unless, unless the Chiefs can really lean on their rushing offense, I don't really, I don't really see them winning this game. I think it's going to be Bills. Wow. I think it's going to be wire to wire all the way. Wow, L, I, I, you, you, you made and laid out your case, and I'm proud of you for for coming in here prepared and knowing, uh, you know, how you were going to attack this analysis. And I just want to say that the Chiefs are the defending Super Bowl champions. Pat Mahomes is the defending Super Bowl MVP, and they, 
if he plays, they are the favorites, and it will be a, it will take everything from the Bills in order to uh, keep Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill from doing what those two dudes do and converting backbreaking third downs and uh, Tyreek Hill being the fastest <laughs> human being I've pretty much ever seen on a football field. And if Pat Mahomes is not going to be able to scramble and make the plays while he's scrambling, that's a, that's a huge, huge deal. We've seen him play banged up before with the ankle issue that he's had. Mm-hmm. It's not the same if he doesn't have that get-out-of-the-pocket presence yeah i'm not you know i'm gonna pick up this third and six with my legs like yeah that's effortlessly step out of bounds thing um which is by the way those to me more than the tyreek hill and travis kelsey plays the the third and six third and ten third and twenty where he just picks it up as a first down those to me (laughs) so demoralizing. you watch those games and you're like ah when he's on like that there's no chance for the other team but i just i don't see it uh, I, I don't know if he's – I don't think he's going to be full Patrick Mahomes. And I, I, I also want to make the point that neither of these teams in their three combined playoff games, the Chiefs against the Browns and the Bills against the, the Colts and then the Ravens, none of them uh, played well. The Bills didn't haven't played super well in either of their games. Uh, and the Chiefs didn't play well against the Browns. Uh, and if it weren't for Higgins and that touchback – um, would be touchdown that was a touchback, then they might have lost that game uh, with with uh, Chad Henney thing as possible. Who, by the way, shout out to Chad Henney for having a moment after 13 years in the league, scrambling on third and 14, and then uh, Andy Reid snapping it when everybody thought they were just going to try and draw the Browns off sides. Big kudos to them. Also, kudos to Chad Henney for throwing, for throwing one of the most hilarious arm punt interceptions I've ever seen in my life. And I think my favorite tweet was Chad Henney absolutely said 500 before he threw that ball. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the, the, the Browns. I wonder uh, if anybody's actually ever done that. Oh, I, I doubt it. Um, no, come on. <laughs> so here, here's the thing, Al. I'm picking with my heart and we agree. I don't think, I do not think it's going to be wire to wire, but I think this game is going to be an instant classic 30 to 27 type game. And it is going to be back and forth. It is going to be dramatic as hell. Uh, and the bills are going to win. This is that's, I can't believe that we agree on both these games. I will say they played earlier in the year and the chiefs outgained the bills by 260 yards. <laughs> now that being said, they only won by nine. So I think you could make the argument. They absolutely destroyed the bills and that would be a valid argument from a yardage standpoint. But if, if a team's going to outgain you by 260 yards and only win by nine, doesn't that say something? If you, if you've got the chance to get similar yardage, don't you have a lot of faith that the bills can win by nine? I, I just have faith that the, that the bills, I just, I, I, my, my, my wistful daydream fantasy of Josh Allen beating Mahomes and then beating either Brady or Rogers to win the Super Bowl, that that dream is alive. And it's what I want to have happen. And um, uh, this is not me picking with my head. This is me picking with my heart. Um, do you know what the spread on this game is, Al? And if you don't, I'm going to guess it's probably guess. three and a half. I bet it's Chiefs three and a half. It is Chiefs by three. Yeah. Wow. That's actually three. And I am surprised. Oh. I'm surprised it is not three. Makes now. it makes it tough to go with the Bills. Uh 
I really do think the key to this game for the Chiefs is going to be Clyde Edwards-Alaire. If mm-hmm. he plays, and he plays many snaps, I think they have a, a way better chance to win. If he gets ruled out, I'm, there's no way that I would take the Chiefs. So, Elliot, you and I both have a Bills-Packers Super Bowl. That's exciting. Man. Sounds you, like fun. Here's here's the thing. There's, I'd be an eight for that. There's there's no matchup. Maybe even eight and a half. There's no <laughs> there's no Super Bowl matchup here out of the the four combinations um, that wouldn't be exciting of Bucks Packers. Uh, I gotta say, Bucks Bills would be just the worst one. Bucks Bills. Why would that be the worst? That just sounds so boring. Ugh. Bucks Tom Bills. Brady. I just Brady, versus the Bills, Brady, the team he's dominated right. forever. That that see, you're 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 talking yourself into this. Come on. No, that sounds awful. Uh, no. Anyway, um, <laughs> don't worry, Bucks aren't going to win. So, I, so, I'm super confident that the that the Packers are going to just crush the Bucks. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm not super confident about the Bills. We so, I might flip flop by Sunday. We'll we'll <laughs> but as of right now, we both have Bills Packers. Elliot, do you have anything uh, you want to say to the people before we get out of here? You know, uh, you know, no, uh, no, nice, good. Uh, I, I'm proud of you for <laughs> having a productive day. You made some beef stew today, slow cooker, little five hour beef stew. It was really good. Delicious. Um, I, I miss you. I love you. I really, I really hope I get to to see you soon and give you a nice emotional elbow bump. And uh, well, don't. as always, as Whoa. always Whoa. easy, easy does it. Slow down, easy, uh, easy as, there, tiger. As, as always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire. At did you see the tiger documentary? Fighting, fighting Fire with Fire. I did not see Tiger King. Somebody mentioned it to me, and I, I, I have I, just no interest. No way. I'm not. What, what the heck do I care? My about my something? excitement level for that is zero. Yeah, I'm not. Just any documentary. I'd have to be glued to be a summarized chair as white people be, no cra- be crazy. I'm just I'm pretty out on that. Anyway, but I also don't have the attention span to watch most documentaries. That's neither here nor there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at the AJ Row Show. You can email us ajrowshow at gmail.com. Follow us on Apple. Subscribe to us and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Play. Um, for Elliot Bruce, I'm AJ Rose. Fuck. 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 Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and we will talk to you guys next time. Cheers, Cheers bro.